0: hello and welcome 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 everyone to uh life clarifications with natasha (laughs) and today you're catching me a little bit of uh, life happening as life is happening for a lot of people so today i was going to talk about something that really kind of touched me this weekend you know we're all working through some kind of emotions through how do we negotiate some of these relationships we've had in? And some of them are the relationships that we're not meant to have anymore. or they're the relationships that we want to get out of. or they're the relationships that we are negotiating with who we are. and, you know, we want to make them better. So today is my calling to really put out there, how to negotiate through a lot of our relationships. And, you know, with a lot of these planets in retrograde right now, and Mercury just came out. So, you know, as Mercury comes in and out three times a year, we were kind of used to it a little bit more than, let's say, um, Pluto, that's an outside planet that it kind of goes a little slower, right? But yet, As we're going forward, you know, it's not always about the planet. It's about it's about us. It's about us humans and me being Natasha Venter, who's a medium, psychic medium, personal awareness life coach that I've had to actually go through a lot of relationship shifts and changes in my life. I am one that, you know, a lot of my relationships actually leave. You know, I get them and then they leave or they move away. So I can't engage with them the way that I would wish to on a daily basis. Yet at the same time, me being an only child, sometimes I don't do that well because I'm in that ebb and flow of relationships, right? Because life hasn't given me a brother or a sibling or someone like that. And when I was growing up, I didn't have very many friends because of being bullied or or negotiated that way. So I learned how to observe other people's friends, other people, how they had relationships, other people, how they did what they were doing. Right. And as we're going forward and, and I'm sorry, I didn't turn on a light. So on one of my videos, I'm going to be a little bit washed out, you know. Perfectly imperfect I am, right? So with that, that as I go forward and and in this conversation, I know this is one perception. I am one perception of how to negotiate through relationships and what is our relationship about. But I can tell you working through a lot of the dances of how we were and how we're going, that um, I'm going to be going through, and please, I would love to have comments. There's going to be a balance between me talking about my show and then taking little commercial breaks and going into conversation with the the um, with the comments that I get, so that I can uh, stay on track a little bit more. If it would be so, with that, that you know, going forward in our dance and doing what we're doing, you know, we're really dealing with a lot of personal. Emotions around things, right? And we're not always able to negotiate with the friendships and with the personal relationships, parents to child, uh, child to parents, uh, uh, spouse to to spouse, uh, girlfriend, boyfriend, you know, sp- mate to mate, um, you know, and I, 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 you know, I'm not saying anybody is, you know, it could be a he, she. Um, they them to another he she they them okay because I want to honor all relationships that way it could even be a relationship how do I do a relationship with my animals right because they have personalities so right now a lot of these personalities out there we're bumping heads with right we're really bumping heads with and it's not always easy to negotiate a lot of these relationships that we're in because of the fact that we're all having our buttons pushed and how can we deal with our personal buttons being pushed at the same time trying to help others be happy it, it's a not it's it, it's a it's not a win-win or a lose-lose situation it's a situation right so as we go forward and as we're ma- managing our life and and doing what we're doing life is happening around us and you know, going forward in life, what I wish for everybody is to be kind to themselves. You know, be kind to who you are personally. Be kind to who this, this person is that's sitting in the mirror, um, sitting in the chair with you, sitting in the moment with you is yourself. Because of the fact that if we can be self-observant of ourselves, how am i doing today how am i doing in this moment how am i doing in this conversation am i being very selfish in this in this moment or am i being more kind in this moment you know being that that first the only way we can look at is us. And I know that I was just having a conversation with someone and and they were talking about how someone in their life is always calling them bad, always calling them wrong, always calling them, and they're just trying to do their better. They're trying to self-survive. They're trying to negotiate where they're at. They're trying to be who they are. But yet at the same time, though, this other person is saying, why can't you do this and why can't you do that? And you know, I can't do it, so you need to do it, you know, and and they forget a lot of times that it's not about what this what this other person wants who's seeing this this person's life from the outside in, because they have a different perception, right? They think life is always better for somebody else, but it's not always better. You know, everybody has something that they got to work on. Everybody has something that they are working on. And so that if we can kind of wear somebody else's shoe, at least wear one of your own shoes in one foot and kind of metaphorically wear somebody else's shoe on the other one. Energetically, I wouldn't want to do that. But at the same time, though, metaphorically kind of going in that, you know, Learning the lessons that we do because the person that this I was talking to, you know, the other person is saying, why can't you do this and why can't you do that? Well, right now, they're not necessarily living their best life. And so they're thinking that somebody else, as has happened most of their life, is going to bail them out. That's been the pattern. A lot of us have the pattern of wanting to be bailed out. So that's asking our mate to bail us out. I know for me, personally, in my relationship, that I have to be careful of that. I have to be careful that I don't want my mate to bail me out. And I have to be careful that he does not always expect me to bail him out. Now, I want to set this straight here, though, that in every relationship, I don't care if it's male, female, um, dog, cat. Um, he, brother, sister, um, spouse to spouse, they, them to they, them, right? It's not necessarily anything, but one of us will have a strength here and a weakness. The other person will have a strength here and a weakness. And if we are our mates, our ones that we're with, if we can find that communion together and find out which one is it, which, right? that we can usually find more of a balance together and that's how we can bail each other out is knowing that you know this is your strength and my weakness and i know i've talked about this before the thing is though that many of us are getting our our emotions stirred up and we forget that when we get stirred up in our emotions, when somebody is talking to us or someone is arguing with us, that a lot of times it is because that is a weakness of ours and we don't want to be called out on it, right? We don't want to be called out on that weakness. But that weakness is not something that we should be punished for. Because like for me, me being dyslexic, why should I be called out for not being able to read something when it's a word that I don't know? Or why should I be called out on something that, you know, why didn't you get the cobweb up in that corner when it's like, I'm sorry, I can't reach it. Why should I be deemed bad that way? But then I can also say, why didn't you get, you know, my six foot husband, why didn't you get this down in the corner? Well, he didn't see it, right? Right. So with that, then as we're going forward and managing our life with our relationships, we can't always think that it's all about me because it isn't about me. It's about us in our relationships. And that's one thing that I want people to know is, is that, you know, as we're going forward, that we're really getting triggered with our emotions to help us do better in our relationships. Now, you know, sometimes we can't bail somebody out of another relationship. This is a very sensitive subject right now that I'm going to go into because this is the reason why I was called to talk about relationships. That sometimes we have to witness somebody being in the wrong relationship. I was at a place this weekend where um, we had to let somebody get into a car with someone we knew that was not holding her with complete love. It was not a good situation for her to leave with this one. Yet at the same time, though, we gave her chances to leave. She chose not to. It wasn't her right time to, right? And the one thing that that for me, being in the vision that I am and seeing the greater vision and seeing the, the bigger picture here, I could see that it wasn't her time to leave this person yet. She didn't get the lessons, the experiences that she needed to finally say, I'm done with that lesson and that experience and to move on. So how can we have a relationship with somebody who we do not agree with the person that they're with? That's a tricky one, right? That's a tricky one. Because the fact that I could say most of us have been in some kind of abusive relationship. Either we were the abuser. Now I was, you know, my husband was a drinker. He had dealt with anger management problems and I was his safe place to fall. I was his garbage can, metaphorically um, energetic garbage can. And I had to learn to not be the garbage can. I actually, one night when when something was going on, I metaphorically kicked over that garbage can and threw it out the window. And he, at that time, started to realize when I was, I'm done with this, babe. I'm done with you being angry with something that I had no control over. And I've started using those words. I'm done with this, babe. I'm done with it. He didn't like it. By any means, did he like that? Half the time he stomped, stomped out and slept down on the couch. Him on the couch better than me on the couch, right? <laughs> and I mean this with love because we had to separate at that time energetically in order to get the bigger lesson. And guess what? A lot of times when he became a little more sober, a little bit more righted, and I'm not talking about right or wrong. I wasn't right. He wasn't right. I wasn't wrong. He wasn't wrong. He had emotions he had to let go of. I wasn't wrong in saying, no, not me. I'm willing to listen that you're uncomfortable right now. I'm willing to say that, you know, babe, I'm really angry about something and I don't know how to express this, right? But he didn't know those skills. He didn't know that wordage, right? So he his habit was to scream and yell because of that was what he used to hear At home, right? I love my mother and father-in-law. They didn't teach well in many ways, right? There was a lot of fights sometimes in their life together because they were black and white, right? And so with that, but, you know, that's the thing. As they grew in time, they grew in age together, they became a little bit more in sync with each other. So with that, that we do become more in sync with each other. But the thing is, though, we have to get to a point where we're willing to say, no more, no more, yet do it with compassion, do it with compassion, because we can say I'm done with this, I'm done with this babe, I'm done with us arguing, I don't want to go down this rabbit hole anymore, I'm done with this, and when we can go forward and and do those kinds of conversations more than. You know, well, you da, 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 and you're doing da, 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 And then they come back with, well, you're doing da, da, da and you're doing well, where does that get to? Now, I have always, in the last many years here, practiced myself to have arguments that called to me to do to the greater good. And that practicing has been, I'm done with this, babe. I'm done with this rabbit hole we're going down. And until we can get to a better language, uh, I think I need to walk away for a minute. Because walking away gave us both time to integrate what was really happening. And being the abuser of a relationship my kindness is with you because, you know, sometimes we didn't weren't taught better to do better. And we weren't taught how to treat other people with betterness, right? But being the one that watched the one who was driving away with this young lady, it saddened me that he had alcohol in him and regularly. He's an alcoholic. So that alcoholism really didn't help him get a clearer thought. The thing is, though, that that he he was taught how to be an abuser. He was taught. And it's up to us, the abused, to figure out this isn't right. This isn't right. But I can tell you that I can see why it's hard to get out of it. It's hard to get out of that abuse cycle because we always think that tomorrow's going to get better. We always think that that person's going to get better. There's opportunity for it, but I can tell you that this circle that I just watched them drive away, it wasn't going to get better. The only way it was going to get better is if she left, but she had to get to that point. And that's the thing that a friend, watching her friend drive away, she broke down in tears how can i let her go how can i be how can and you know it's like how could you not let her go you can't stop her unless you're willing she's willing to say take me she's gonna at some point in time you can save you can try to say it's that still that same statement of um What's the word I want to use? Um, How, you know, somebody's in the big ocean. And, you know, that story about how somebody's in the big ocean. And God gives you um, a a log to hold on to. And that person says, no, I want a boat. And then has um, a, a styrofoam almost big enough to be a boat. No, I want a boat. Pushes that other thing away. Comes along with somebody in a dinghy. And says, hey, it looks like you're struggling right now. No, I want a big boat. You know, no, we can't always get, you know, we the, the person who's being abused a lot of times will push away the help until they're ready to get into the big boat. And that's where us friends, very lovingly said, us friends need to be ready when they're ready to jump. And that shows true friendship is being there. That guidance, like I told um, the two people that um, that uh, send her texts that are not triggered by him. Love you, girl. You know, I'm grateful that you came to the wedding. Thank you for being there. I hope that that you um, know that you're loved, you know, those little things that that won't necessarily say, you know, hey, time for you to leave. Hey, time. uh, Are you ready to go? You know, until she starts saying that, but give her those things that can build her up. Give her those languages. Show her what love and kindness is. Love. Show him that love and kindness, because I can tell you that abuse is not just necessarily male to female it is very much male or female to male or human to animal because when we think that somebody is less than us that's when abuse happens that's when emotional abuse can happen and it's not easy at all to have that uh, emotional abuse but the thing is though when we think of somebody less than us that's when imbalance comes. And that's where I want people to get to in the relationships is more balance. Nobody is below anybody. Nobody is below anybody because of the fact that we all know something and we all don't know something. We all know something, but we all don't know something. And so with that, that, as we go forward, as I put my arms up to one place and then we don't know in another place going down, That it's all somebody different, right? So our negotiation, our being who we are, our love that we can be for each other. Try to choose some kind of words. Because I can tell you that I was watching a show, and I think it was Oprah Winfrey, and she had on a guest. And I love this metaphor. That in each of our movies, each of our lives, we are in the lead role, right? We're here. I'm in the lead role of my personal movie. My personal movie is right now having a show of life clarifications on, on Instagram, Twitter, um, YouTube, and Facebook, right? And if you're on Twitter and you want to comment, please go to my YouTube channel, Natasha Venter, because I cannot read um, Twitter comments that I know of. So with that, the you know I'm. This is my movie right now happening. Now my husband has his own movie going because he's at work doing his job. Now when he comes home, we will co co um, show in each other's co act in each other's movie. Right? I can support him in a in a supporting role. He can support me in my movie in a supporting role. And how do we do that? We do that by s- observing how their life is going and supporting it. Or, you know, like the conversation is some nights when I've I'm, i I'm been just going, my brain has been going, and the, the one thing that my brain wants to do right now is play a game of solitaire on my phone. Or there's a block game that I'm playing where it's like you, you do the one that goes up and the one that goes down and you clear all the blocks, right? Well, those are those mindless games that I can play to get my brain settled. Well, the thing is, though, when my husband has had a stressful day and I'm not showing him his kind of love and support, me being on mine, he does not like that. There's compromise. So what I'm choosing to do is during dinner time, I don't get on my phone because I want to compromise. But I can tell you, though, that when there's a time when when we're both relaxing and there's no conversation going on, I pick up my phone and start doing as soon as conversation starts. I try to put it down so that I can honor the conversation and he can honor the conversation. So with that, that there is that grace that we can give each other to have balance. Right. Because the fact that we're not always right. They're not always right. But what can I do to come to uh, the middle mark? Like I always picture um, relationships are like a football field, right? That many of us want to sit in our own um, home goal, right? Our own end zone, right? We want to be there. But no, that's not what relationships are, right? Relationships are 50-yard line. Sometimes we have to go to their 45th yard line and sometimes they have to go to our 45th yard line sometimes when somebody gets like in an accident and there's a major issue going on like um the time when my husband was getting sober uh that you know i had to give him go to his um 25 yard line or his um 15 yard line right because at first he needed it But I can also say that there was times where I needed to bring myself back to my 45 or 35 yard line if my home field side because I needed to recoup and rejuvenate and he needed to give me that grace right. So with that, there's that ebb and flow of time that we can go. It's not always about me all the time. And it's not always about you all the time. So when we're dealing with relationships, try to figure out how to have that ebb and flow. And as we go forward and managing that, there is that you know serenity prayer. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change. There are things about us that we cannot change, and there's things about you that you cannot change. But the thing is, though, how can we compromise that to get to the 35 yard line of of our home, each individual home field sometimes? And then sometimes go past the 50 yard line to make balance, right? Go to the other side of the field. Doesn't mean that we have to argue and try to get back like on a football game, right? It's not about that. It's about saying it's your turn, babe. It's your turn. Oh, wait a minute! Now it's my turn, babe. And they say yes, it is your turn. So it's that breath in, breath out, breath out, breath in, breath in, breath out, breath in, breath out. And as we go forward, up and over, as I'm doing, my hands going back and forth for those on podcast. That you know that ebb and flow of where we're at. There's always going to be a process of of give and take. And it's the learning process of that. I can't say I gave and take at the same place I do now. When when I was 20, in my 20s, I gave and take differently than I do in my later years here, right? Because the ebb and flow of learning and, and observations and knowing how to do So no matter where we're at and where we're going and what's happening in our life, there is going to be an ebb and flow of, you know, we got to give a little bit here and a little bit there. I hope this is making sense. I haven't gotten any comments yet. So if you have any questions, please put in because of the fact that, you know, life is happening around us. And and I want to make sure that I'm making sense to those around me because of the fact that I know this, like I said at the beginning, this is one perception on relationships. But I can tell you, though, that going back to that one where we had to watch this wonderful young lady go away, and it was so sad to watch her be dragged around like a dog on a leash. And us three women who witnessed this cried together for this one woman. But I can tell you, I'm doing some energy releasing and I'm doing some prayers and I'm holding people with love around our world to help negotiate these situ- situations a little differently. Because it's time for change. And what's time for change is, is that we all know that we all have baggage. We all have something that is sitting. And that is what actually our, our goalpost is about, is the baggage that we hold on to. That we try to protect that we try to hold inside but if we're really with somebody who we can be a little bit more vulnerable with that um thank you veronica uh bringing back memories of my past yes thank you veronica and i'm sorry if those aren't i'm I'm hoping that these memories of your past is something that you can be healed with this conversation Veronica. I really appreciate that. So with that, that as we bring things up and, and doing things and and we have these goalposts that are, are uh, of our memories that we can at least remember how sometimes in a college football game that sometimes the goalposts come down, right? Sometimes we have to take down the goalposts of our memories and say, we got to shift up this up, up a little bit. And, you know, that we can be who we are, that we don't have to necessarily become vulnerable in who we are and, and totally strip ourselves down because it's not necessarily that we have to strip ourselves down to nothingness. We can keep a part of ourselves, but we can give a little bit more grace. In other words, don't have a have the, the football game where you're trying to get the football back and forth and make scores your personal scores of I was right and you were right and I was right and you were right in our goal in our um in our uh our end zones right because the fact that it isn't about who's right and who's wrong it's about what feels better what feels better because I can tell you that when I put down my phone and we can have conversations over dinner, even though I had a very long, stressful day, he had a very long, stressful day, that we have time where we're not putting each other's triggers on on stage. And if we can give that little bit of grace, that means that we can be a little bit more vulnerable together. And then if we're if we're situating this out, then then we can kind of go into a different place of ourselves. Life is happening around us and we're all getting triggered. And what does it, you know, there's many times I I watch him come through the door and and I notice he's having a bad day. And the first thing I do is walk over and give him a hug. Sometimes that's not what he wants. Because he doesn't, he's not always known what love is. But that's where for me I have an understanding that love does heal. And sometimes when he is not ready for a hug, I walk over and I look at him and I say, I love you. And I hope that this evening can do better for you. Because sometimes he doesn't want to be touched. Just like sometimes I don't want to be touched. But the thing is so coming together in communion. And I can tell you that later, usually after he kind of goes out and throws the dog the ball and kind of gets into the home, that there is a little bit more breath in and out. And then we can hold each other because sometimes things don't always happen right away. So there again is finding timing with others. Finding that timing with someone else can do a little bit better. Like for me, there's many times when I know that I'm supposed to have a conversation and I say, hey, babe, are you ready? Can we have a conversation at some point in time? And actually sometime today would be better because this is kind of a timely manner. I know right now is probably not the right time for you, but, you know, I, I was just asking for that because of the fact that many times what's right for us isn't always right for somebody else. And then that's where we can have that heaven flow of, of timing with each other. You know, there, there isn't always a, you know, I made a goal, got seven points, right? But there are times when we can pat ourselves on the back and know that, oh, I did this better for us, and now we're going to do better for each other, because sometimes when we say something with kindness, hey, babe, I know you had a rough day, but I can tell you that what we're doing tonight is not for our better good can we stop and like i was saying one time um to some friends that you know i was so grateful one day when my husband came home in a bad mood and he didn't say a word to me he didn't say a word to me and people were probably like going you're grateful that he didn't say a word to you yeah but the thing is, though, I had to remember in that moment not to take it personally. Be grateful. Be grateful. That's the thing that, that we can switch things around to is being grateful. Because I was grateful for him to know better to not use me as my his garbage can. I'm grateful when he can be, make me his safe place to fall to, that he needs kindness. He needs support. But at the same time, though, giving him that space to not say anything to him. Now I can say one thing. He got out and got into the, um, and started cleaning up the yard. So what I did was I made sure that dinner was cooking and cause that's a trigger of his. And then, um, for a bad day, I, I didn't want to take one trigger away. But Then I also went out and started do, working with the yard a little bit with him picking up cause I'm shorter. So it's easier for me to do shorter things. And, you know, I, I would start saying some, you know, babe, I'm, I love you. And I'm sorry you had a rough day. And then I keep working. Is there something you want to talk about? No comment? Okay, keep working. And I it really took a lot of me at that moment not to take it personally. But then I had to, what, what image I had, me being intuitive helps this a little bit. Then I had the image of what it used to be. Oh, when he used to come home in the same way, what was happening. I felt like shit. He felt like shit because he was yelling at me and I was taking it. But the new pattern was that he didn't say a word to me. Be grateful. Be grateful. And I can tell you, when we're having troubles of focusing on something negative on somebody else, we can find the gratitude button. Because when we find fault with others, there's going to be fault with ourselves. But if we find gratitude, we can start seeing things that are for the better that that person is doing that we're not seeing. So look for, I can offer this in your spouse or in your mate or in anybody that is triggering you right now. Find three things that you're grateful for them. Three things. And that shifts the energy. And when you shift the energy, you shift the outcome. You shift the energy, you shift the outcome. And one person has to start it. One person has to start that shift for the shift to happen. And I can tell you, now that my husband is 10 years sober, those shifts are happening around me. And I'm grateful. Because now, if something is something that he needs, like his five languages of love aren't being met, he's willing to communicate that to me instead of yelling at me. And that is the difference when we work towards con- uh, kindness. Kindness with boundaries. Kindness with boundaries. And if I can leave that, there's one song that I listen to constantly. And it's called Shine Down. Shine Down, How Do You Love? And it's um we may may f- and I one of the verses is we may find our way. From the cradle to the grave. But how do you leave? How do you love? And that is one thing that we will find. We will lose our way from the cradle to the grave. Yet how do we get back on track? And that's with kindness. And how do you love? Because that's one thing that love can heal. And gratitude is at the same vibration as love. And when we find gratitude, it's hard to find or be angry. So those of us that struggle with anger management, and I know there's a lot of us that struggle with anger management, that if we struggle with anger, when we struggle with depression and we struggle with dislike, if you can find gratitude, gratitude can can change. The way that you are. And if gratitude is the only thing you can find right now, is that I'm breathing, I'm grateful for breath, I'm grateful for breath, I'm grateful for breath, I'm grateful for for my breathing. (sighs) Many times that can shift that mindset and that mindset to come more kindness so you can work with somebody. So, knowing as we're going forward and going into our life, finding gratitude. Find three things to be grateful for. I was able to wake up. My eyes are open, and I'm breathing. <laughs> I'm grateful for hands and feet to reach for something. I'm grateful for uh, my nose to be on my face, because the fact that um, I was watching a show and somebody lost their nose to cancer changed their whole way that they looked. Find gratitude. It will change your world. So, with that, I'm going to leave on that note, knowing that we all have our own personal journeys. We all have our own personal life to go for. And I hope that you can find kindness in your day because the fact that as we're getting triggered with relationships, we're getting triggered with love, with all these different scenarios that. As we're getting triggered, the triggers are here to help us learn something. And if we can fall back into, okay, I'm grateful that this person is willing to mirror something in me that makes me want to look at life a little differently, right? Be kind to yourself. Be kind to others and find gratitude for yourself and for others to shift the relationships around you. Blessings to you. Now, here's the time where I'm going to take a little segue. And I love to pull Oracle cards. So on Instagram and whoever's watching on um, YouTube, Twitter, um, and, um, and Facebook, um, if you would like to have an Oracle card pulled, I would love to do that. So um, let's do angels. I'm going to do angels. So just um, when I do Oracle cards, what I do is all you can do is, I mean, all you need to do is put out intention. So you can say, I want an angel card and I will pull a card for you. And then that will be your intention. Okay. So angel cards. Uh, I don't I can do that one. I'm going to do the um, Wisdom of Avalon. I love these cards. They're great messengers. So Wisdom of Avalon, Angel, and I'm going to do the Path of the Soul. So the Path of the Soul. So if you're um, on Instagram, thank you for all the hearts and all those kinds of things. Appreciate that. That if you would like an Oracle card, I will pull. All you need to put is your intention. So the path of the soul and these cards are, they're very beautiful and they hold intention. And then I would read a little bit of that. And then the angel cards, they're just the general cards, um, path of the soul. Veronica wants the path of the soul. So these are just different angel cards. And then the wisdom cards, have Avalon, there's animals, there is dragons there is paths. There's different, different cards like that. So if you're looking for one on um, Instagram, just say what kind you want. So Veronica, you want the path of soul, please. Okay. So Veronica, since you're the first one that spoke up, I will um, start. Um, all I'm asking you to do is put out the intention of what you would like the answer in the cards. If It could be as simple as, um, what would, do you want to tell me? Uh, it could be answering a question. I don't need to know it. Just put that intention out there. Okay. This is for Veronica. Clear the cards. My hands are small, so I don't shuffle, shuffle cards like a lot of people do. Okay, I feel like the card's coming up here. Intuitively, I feel it coming. Okay, here it comes. Okay, Veronica, so this one here is reaching out to me. Ooh, look at that one. There was a card that was wanting to slip out, and I feel like it was that one. So this card here dog's barking, probably going after a squirrel, okay, so this is number 26, so 2 plus 6 is 8, so that's the infinity sign, third eye, third eye, I am doing oracle card readings right now on um, Instagram to answer your question. I am a psychic medium who uh, just got done with my hour show, and I, um, and I am doing oracle card readings. Okay, so, and Veronica, you uh, wanted this one. So this is the one. So third eye, here I go. The third eye rules psychic abilities and clairvoyance. Although every human is born with the ability to see beyond the known, it does not mean that they always access it. Your intuitive gifts and abilities are very strong. When this card appears, it is because you are ready to move to the next level of development in your inner seeing. Intuitive development is important for your growth at this time. Expanding your gifts not only benefits you, but it also aids... Those who need the guidance and support, you can provide them from source. This is so you right now. You are ready to move forward, my dear. And um, knowing who you are, you are a blessing to those around you. So remember that this is your third eye. So picture this card being on your head to open up your third eye. Ooh, that's very powerful already. Um, To bring guidance in so with that is there anybody else who would like a card so i will do a card for everybody else too just one for everybody hmm so since uh thank you very much on instagram so what i'm gonna do is i'm going to do a card for everybody wisdom of oracle cards you're very welcome veronica So I hope the Veronica, that, um, a lot of the, hi, Kevin, uh, uh, Kev on Instagram, that if you are doing, um, if these memories, remember that if this brought, if my show brought up, um, some memories or some emotions from you, please give them over, give them over to your higher calling, give them over to an angel, give them over to a guide, give them over to, even if you need to light a candle and, and light a candle safely. And then with a breath, whatever that is bothering you or these emotions that are getting you, blow, blow that candle out and let it be. Um, relight it and blow it back out again. Light it again and blow it out again. And let that flame help burn up some of these emotions that are stirring right now that might have, have um, influenced you in this conversation. And I hope that anybody who does listen, this is done. I, I had this conversation without any judgment because we all have life experiences. We all have something that has um, taught us to do better or not to do better. And it's up to us to make decisions in our lives. And if you're looking for any help going through any of this, please call me. If you're looking for a session, uh, you can go to my website, Clarifications.com, and um, have a uh, session to work through some of your negotiations that you're trying to do better with. Okay, so this is for everyone. What universe would you like to tell us please come out i'm asking you to come oh not that much boy talk about okay so the cards that came out this was kind of interesting let me see if I can do. Ha ha. Yes, a lot here. Okay, let me do. Huh, there's a sentence here. I love it. I love it when the universe speaks. Okay, what card needs to come first? Okay, now I get it. Okay, there we go. Okay, so here is the sentence that the that these cards jumped out blew all over (laughs) okay so as we're coming into a lot of us in the northern hemisphere here we're going into fall so that's a spider spider time right so spiders about new webs to weave what are we going to weave and i'm not going to show the spider because some people don't like spiders that As spider medicine comes in about what kind of new life do we want to weave? What kind of energetically new knowings do we want to create? What do we want to catch in our web to create new nutrition for us? New knowings about ourselves. You know, if you think about um, uh, uh, Charlotte's web, you know, what did the spider try to teach? Um, uh, Oh, the pig, Charlotte. No, Charlotte is the, uh, you know, whatever the story is. Um, so with that, the, that what is it that we want to catch in our web? What is the thing that we want to start new? So spider medicine is helping us to create new. Because if we hold on to the fear, we hold on to to the old patterns that we're going to be losing our path because it's because we can find anger. Wasps is about anger and about um, jealousy and ridicule and a lot of those kinds of things. So, if we hold on to fear, we end up with anger and judgment because it's time for us to create new boundaries with the cat the energy. So, what does the cat able to do? The cat is able to negotiate their universe. They have whiskers. And you know, one thing that I've noticed about a cat. Is that the cat knows as much what's going on with their head as they do with their tail, right? Somebody comes up and touches their tail, they're like, hey, wait a minute, not in my house. So they're creating boundaries. So as we're creating a new path for ourselves, it's time for us to relieve the fear and the anger because cat medicine wants to help us negotiate through the path of our life, right? Because it's time for us to be part of community because horse is about riding with community it's about trusting our instincts because forgiveness if we can forgive we can have a better community as we are responsible for ourselves as the lady of the lake comes in so we have to be responsible we have to stand in our own strengths we have to be who we are Because she's about absolute truth, courage, self-respect, responsibility. And what is she doing? She's standing in the power of herself. She's standing in the knowing of herself. Because these three cards go together. Forgiveness. So you can have self-respect. So that we can work with community. Right? Because of the fact that if we're going to work together, we have to. We have to. Release the, the, release the fear, release the fear so we stop the anger so we can have good boundaries and be soft and gentle, but then restrictive at the same time. Going with the lady of the lake with self-respect. Because finding forgiveness, we can have self-respect as we run with our instincts and community. Because the universe really wants us to create a new web, a new life, a new knowing for ourselves. I hope that makes sense. Because, you know, when the universe speaks, it's huge. It's huge. Because it's time to let go. It's time to let go of old beliefs so that we can be who we are to be. Because remember, everything is a path in life. It's our own perception of what we're feeling that creates our path. So we can walk down the path of fear, and that creates anger. But if we let go, have the perception of letting go, we can have forgiveness, which means we can have more of a community because horse loves to be with other horses. The horse loves to be assistance. The horse loves to be with, with um, others. So knowing that there is this balance and this grace. Hi, Maya, how are you doing? So if you are looking for a card reading, I have a few minutes left here. So if anybody would love to um, have... Um, a card reading, please let me know. So I hope that makes sense. I hope that 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 was huge that the universe mentioned to us about um, how to negotiate our world. Because fear and anger is really out there, isn't there? Yes, it is. Well, blessings all. And if um, I'm going to stay on for just a few more minutes here and see if anybody else would like. So either I can do Wisdom of Avalon, which is the one I just did for the, um, for the reading for everyone, uh, angel for the path of the soul. Um, you would love one. Okay. So either the path of the soul or, uh, the wisdom of Avalon or the angels and my, all you need to do is, um. Just have an intention. What universe would you like me to know? I don't need to know any details. It's just more or less um, if you would like a card being pulled. Uh, doesn't matter. Um, I'm getting the path of the soul for you. And these are beautiful cards. These are beautiful, beautiful cards. Okay. So my all I'm going to ask you to do is to put out intention, please. Put out intentions. Connect with the cards. There we go. What would the universe like to say to Maya? To Maya. What would the universe like to say to Maya? Maya, this card here has calling to me. Ooh, look at that one. Isn't that beautiful? It's almost looking like spider, isn't it? Spider mess and... And this one is, this number is 19. So 1 plus 9 is 10, which bring it down to 1, which means new beginnings. So you probably can look at this card as somewhat of a new beginning for yourself. So 19. Clarity. Okay, so clarity. Get that clear up there. That beautiful. That is just a beautiful card. Clarity. A beautiful clarity has begun for you. Your mental, physical, and emotional bodies are undergoing a detoxification process. You may have already noticed that your thought process are more clear and exact. Your physical body is running more energy and old emotional issues are being released from your cells. Once this cleansing is complete, you can look forward to experiencing more joy and contentment in life. This clarity also brings with it a deeper understanding of the process here on Earth. You are being renewed in every way. So in a way, our whole universe is is being going through a cleansing process which means it's going to bring up the dirt. It's going to bring up those emotions. It's going to bring up the struggles. It's going to bring up a lot of scenarios that are going to not be comfortable for us. But please remember kindness and if you're struggling this sneeze. <coughs> Excuse me. Something in the air. That if you're going to struggle with emotions, find something with gratitude because gratitude can heal. Gratitude can heal. Yes, you're welcome. Uh, Thank you, Maya, for being here. So as I'm coming down to last hour, this whole conversation was about, uh, yes, you've been emotional. A lot of people have been emotional. And, you know, as we're going forward, remembering that it's okay to be emotional, but please be careful how you are emotional with other people, because being kind right now is a gift for everyone. And I know a lot of us are struggling. A lot of us are struggling. And all. And if we can be kind to each other and find gratitude, it will help balance us in many ways. Blessings to you on your journey. And please, if you like anything that was discussed today or anything like that. Um, oh, and to mention my mantra of the week, I'm doing mantras of the week. So, if this is not week number two, and I'm going to be doing mantras all the way through to the new year. You can find my mantras on my social media platforms and or my website. I have it on my website, Natasha Venter, uh, Angelic Clarifications.com. And you can find my website or uh, find those mantras. So, this week's mantra is I'm safe and I am love. If you say it three times, in a row, I am safe, I am loved. I am safe and I am loved. I am safe and I am loved. And if you say it three times and putting your hands on your chest, just knowing that I'm safe and I'm loved. I am safe and I'm loved. Wherever it feels right to put your hands, I am safe and I am loved. I am safe and I am loved, you know, hugging yourself because even if you're, you're not in a safe place, like I was mentioning about this one woman, um, who had got in the car with uh, someone who is not their safety net (laughs) that, you know, even if she's driving down the road and he's being drunk. You know, Even if her saying, I am safe and I am love, I am safe and I am love, I am safe, I am love, there's a part of her will be safe and emotionally okay. Because I can tell you the times when I was in a very bad spot um, and uh, being in a very bad moment, that when I said those words, I'm safe, I am safe, I'm safe. There's a part of me that was safe and it got me through what I was going through. So please like, share, um, re-watch this video if uh, if you're catching the end of it and know that you are very loved. I really work with lack of judgment. I do not judge people. We all have a story. We all have learnings that we've done. And so if I can help you through the journey of your life, through the visions of your life, to help you do better and be cleaner, lighter version of yourself, I'm here for you please go to dot com as um that is my website please look for this as a podcast later on life clarifications with natasha and i have other place other videos um, on podcasts too blessings to you on this journey see you mondays and wednesdays at 4 pacific time on the platform that you are watching this on except for instagram on mondays i'm not on instagram So with that, blessings, everyone. Have a blessed day and know that through these changes that you do have angels and guides around you, no matter what you believe in. Blessings. Bye now.